Hi, and welcome to Double Fork. My name is Andrew, and I'm on a journey to compete in the Pan Pacific Masters Games in Queensland in 2024. And I'm going to take you on that journey with me. There's now 504 days to go before that event begins. That's 72 weeks, five competition seasons, although the last one will probably be still in the middle of a comp. You know, this week I was on holidays. I spent six days up at a place called Palm Cove, which is in far north Queensland. It's in the tropics. So to give you an idea, the temperatures where I am right now, which is on Sydney's northern beaches, gets down to about five or six degrees at night. A Palm Cove where I've been staying, the nighttime temperatures were about 20 degrees and the daytime temperatures were between 26 and 27 degrees Celsius. So a lot warmer than it is here, a lot nicer, and it's such a beautiful place. I was up there for my 30-year wedding anniversary and it's such a great place to have been celebrating that particular event with my beautiful wife. We snorkeled, we went biking, which is, I don't normally bike because I don't like it because I get worried about the cars. I get it. I have a bicycle in my carport here in Sydney, which I used to use a lot, but I don't use anymore. I just It's just a coat hanger now. I used to use it, and then once, years ago now, I got knocked off by somebody who opened the car door on me, and it just took the shine off the old experience. And I've had people swear at me and abuse me and be aggressive with their cars at me. And in the end, the risks of people going crazy on me just weren't worth the reward of going there out there and riding a bicycle in, in a peaceful solitude on the road. So I don't bike anymore. I'd rather run, play tennis or, yeah, play soccer. Anyway, for the last six days, there's been no tennis at all, but there's been great food up there, uh, some good wine, some nice beer, and some great company in the form of my wife and some beautiful weather. I loved it up there. I would actually, I'd move up there probably. No, I wouldn't move up there. I'd move up there maybe. I would be tempted to move up there. So just before I left, I actually watched a game between Djokovic and Alcaraz. And it was kind of interesting. It was a game on play. I think it was in Madrid in 2022. And those two players, they're very evenly matched. They're almost the same size. You know, they're, they're a similar height and weight. I, I think I think Djokovic is 6'2 and Alcaraz is 6 foot. And Djokovic is a little heavier than Alcaraz. But, you know, Djokovic is carried another 16 years. So he's 36 and Alcaraz is 20. But Alcaraz won that particular game. They've only played two games, according to the AT website, and they've won one each. And this particular one, Alcaraz won. And he won it because, I don't know, because he won it, but he just, he played so many drop shots. Like, literally, I think almost every second game, he played a drop shot and he won those drop shots. I think it was a little bit out of... um, Djokovic's comfort zone for those for that sort of play. And Alcaraz used it to his full benefit. I was a bit sorry to see Djokovic lose like that. It's, you know, he's a he's an awesome player. He's um, fit, superbly fit, superbly flexible. He knows what he's doing out there. Out of the top three of the last few years, him, Federer and Nadal, he's the only one left. And I don't want to see him drop out too soon. It's going to happen. You know, one of the younger players is going to, you know, bubble away to the top of the pile and eventually Djokovic is going to say he's had enough and uh, the injuries are just costing him too much. But at the moment, it's just disappointing to see him lose any game because sometimes he goes out there. I watched him play at the Australian Open and it's like watching an adult play against children with some of these players. And they're great players, but really he comes out there and he's like this commanding presence 
and he just blows them away with his fantastic tennis. And he um, he deserves to be where he is right now. It's a lot of hard work, and I really admire him for that hard work of getting up there and being at the top of his game, which is where he is right now. I just wonder sometimes, you know, when he'll retire. I think that the other two guys, Federer and Nadal, have retired on top of injuries, and I suspect that Djokovic will eventually go, yeah, I've got too many injuries, I just can't play competitively anymore, and he'll make his retirement speech. And I suspect it'll be in the next few years. It may not be, but there'll come a time when he's kicked all his goals. He's um, won all the top player awards for every slam there is, and he'll just go, I've done enough. And that's fair enough. Anyway, for this coming week, I'm, I'm actually swapping a general training session for a strategy session this week. So that'll be interesting because... Normally, I train with a group. It's a group of, you know, four or five players, and there'll be a coach there. And we just do hitting exercises, and the coach might give us some pointers. But this new session promises to focus more on strategy rather than gameplay. So I'm looking forward to that. So I've only got one match this week because of the holiday I've had. And so with a person, it's, it's always going to be a close game. And she's a soft hitter, and I have real problems with that. She'll hit soft. She'll hit high, which... I have problems with high balls anyway. I just need to alter my game plan a little bit to, to suit that. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And come along with me to my game and let's see how I go. And I'll try and alter my game, adjust my game a little bit as I go to try and get a bit of result that I've had in the past with this particular player. Okay, here I am at Coral Park with my opponent. All right, let's have a warm up. Ah, dear. Gotta practice some, sir? Yep, don't try and hit too hard. Better. All right, do you want to play? Going through the motions. Hills or valleys? Uh, hills. Uh, you can serve. All right, here we go. Feeling confident. Feeling good. Ready? Go. So? So I played this old, woman and... Tell me, sir. I don't know what it is with uh, this particular player, but she hits she hits soft. I've mentioned it before, and they're deep and they're really high. And I have problems with high balls, so I changed my strategy today and tried to just return them well and truly inside the court. And that was actually working quite well with me. I'm, I won a lot of points just by waiting for her to make unforced errors, but I did make some unforced errors myself. Mostly, I threw away a lot of points on double faulting serves. Now, I'm okay with that because I've changed my serve a little bit. I've got a bit of a sore elbow, a little bit of tennis elbow, as I've mentioned. So I've loosened my serve right up, and I think that's probably a good thing. And when they're going in, they're going really, really well. But I'm, because I've changed my serve, every time you change something in tennis, it seems like you know, your game falls to pieces in that particular area. The serves are good. When they went in, a lot of them went wide or long. Not very many went into the net. I think because I've loosened my swing a lot, my accuracy has gone off a little bit and needs a little bit of work. And my toss could probably be a little bit higher. So I'm going to work on that serve a little bit more. I think I'm on the right track. I've got to film myself, but I think I'm on the right track. It's all uh, loosened up and I'm not trying to control it anymore because it's hurting my elbow. And I think I've said it. It's actually kind of, in a weird way, helping me getting a a bit of tennis elbow, because it's teaching me what I, I shouldn't do because it's winding up hurting me. Um, 
And I think my my racket drops better, my whole serves better, my body movement is coming into it now because I need to swing my torso to be able to hit the ball with any force uh, if I'm not going to use my arm to give supply the force. So I'm also using my legs a little bit more. And I think the whole thing has just just improved a lot. So this game went actually went on a lot longer than I thought it was going to go on. I think I think it went for an hour and a quarter. And I I, I use my I use my Garmin watch to to record the game because you know sometimes I forget to do that and it's just you know I kind of have a bit of regret for not recording it because it's kind of fun to see what sort of what sort of stats you have for your games. Um, so I, I I use the Garmin and apparently I ran two and a half kilometers, which in an hour and ten minutes, which I think is quite a long way to run on a tennis court because it's only a small area. Strava says, because my garment feeds to Strava, Strava says I, uh, I burn 800 calories, which is a lot of calories. My max heart rate got to 177 beats per minute. Um, uh, but generally speaking, looking at the map, the heat map on the court of me playing my game, most of it's down the baseline, but a lot of it is actually on the court. And I think that's that happens because of the, because the, my opponent was sitting soft. So I want running on the court an awful lot. Um, so I can see when I run on the court, it's it's always towards the middle of the court. So um, I don't know. I think that's probably a good thing. Most of my gameplay is down the base play area. Anyway, that's it for this game. Um, it was fun. It was a beautiful day, and I did walk away a winner. Get it right. So what can I say about that game? Wow. I think um, I always have trouble playing this lady. She uh, she hits soft, but she hits most things in. It's not like hitting a wall, but it's getting there. And it's just doesn't suit my style of game, which is basically hit hard, return hard, get me her turns back, cut her hard. Hers are softer and higher, and high balls are bad for me. I don't play them very well. Soft balls, I'm not that great at, because I tend to play on the court and get caught out by a deep ball. Or if I go too close in net, I get caught out by a lob. I think I've almost got a game worked out and had a play against that sort of play but it's uh there's no doubt it's a it's a tricky thing to do have another match with her she's she's hanging out to beat me i can tell my serves are really good today even though i did a dollar double false anyway i'll talk about it a bit more later when i'm sitting at the comfort of my desk rather than on my scooter going home following some person who wants to drive at a walking pace ah there you go complaining about the traffic Okay, so that was the game. It was, it was actually. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I've got mixed thoughts about it. Um, you know, four two four three, it, and the and the tiebreak in the second set there. Uh, that's fair enough, and it's kind of better than it has been in the past because in the past I've played games and it's gone to two sets plus a tiebreak after the two sets for the day. But today's game, I started off okay, and it kind of was a bit wishy-washy. My serves are, were good. I've actually changed my serve a bit to be looser and try to have less control. And I think I, I changed my strategy halfway through the game. You know, she's a soft hitter, and I, I tried to change it to just try and out-rally her because I think I can out-rally her. 
if I'm not stupid about it, I don't, don't try to hit two the lines. I don't try and hit winners. And I don't try to hit too hard. And they're not too short. You know, there's a, there's a few things in there which I'm perfectly capable of doing. I can hit balls that are reasonably deep, reasonably soft, and uh, safe balls down the middle. And I did it quite a few times there. And eventually she, uh, she made the unforced error rather than me. But I, I get impatient and I'll try and hit a winner and it won't come off, especially with a softball. It'll just go into the net, it'll just go long, or I'll try for the line and it'll just go wide. And I think that patience is one of those things that, you know, you've got to have when you're playing tennis and it pays off. So there's three more games in that fast four comp. And one of them is is a bit of a nemesis. Um, she'll uh, give me a hard time. She beat me last time. But I'll, I'll try. I'm going to bring a different game with me this time as well. She's also a bit of a soft hitter, a bit of a rallier. And I think I'm going to try and work on that rallying strategy with her as well. Just keep the rally soft and long and deep and don't try and hit winners. There's another comp I'm in, which is a, uh, which is a regular game on a Tuesday night. That's just the usual six games in a set. And the upcoming game I've got is with a guy called, well, he's called Drake. And he clobbered me last time, six love, six love. And he he's clearly outclassing everybody in this competition. I think he's lost three games out of you know, 40 games or something like that. So I'm not um, feeling particularly hopeful because he just returns everything. And he, he's, he's really good in his gameplay. He'll hit my backhand over and over and over and over again until either I make a mistake or I'm so far off the court that he'll just hit it down the line winner. I'm going to try a bit more, be a bit more aware of that. I did manage to hit a few passing shots in the last time. They weren't lucky shots; they were deliberate. But I think that the soft rallying thing is just not a not a thing that's going to happen with him. I'm going to have to take some chances and assume that if I don't take those chances, I'm either going to I'm going to lose anyway. So I might as well lose with a bit of style if I'm going to lose. So I'm not going out there to be a loser, but I am going there. They're being realistic and. I'm going to play a more aggressive game and try and make him at least work for his his wins. So just uh, just on the whole thing, I, I think it's I think I need to play to my opponent's pace. Whether it be Drake on Tuesday night or whether it be the player I played with today who is playing slower, I just got to play to the same pace and don't try and out hit them if it's uh, not necessary to out hit them. And I think when the I'm playing a softer player that I should take advantage of that to try and place the balls a bit better around the court and not get excited and try and hit winners. Anyway, the winter is uh, getting colder here. It's uh, almost midwinter. The shortest day of the year is next week, so hopefully the early morning games that I play in will be brighter. I know for a fact that the balls don't bounce very well in the colder mornings. When it gets down to five degrees, they hit the ground and, yeah, there's not a lot of life in them. So uh, when I play against my regular hitting partners, I'll take that into account and try and lift them up a bit and run towards them a bit more and not assume they're not going to be, not assume they're going to have be full of life and bounce. Anyway, thanks for listening. We're almost at the end of winter. The mornings are going to get brighter. The days are going to get longer. Hopefully the weather will get warmer in the, in a while, although it usually gets colder for another month or so before it starts warming up. But I'm just looking forward to more light. The competitions will end soon and then uh, there'll be a bit of a break between competitions and I'll try and 
organize something to replace the comps. And hopefully as my journey continues, my game will keep on continuing to improve. So join me next week and thanks for listening.